Hey guys and welcome back to the channel. Andy Murray versus Matteo Berrettini preview and prediction video. We're going to get into it. It's the US Open 2022 and it's an absolute popcorn match for us to witness. I'm going to break it down tactically, talk about their form recently as well and then give you ultimately a prediction. Before we get into it, remember to hit that like button and subscribe if you are new if you are watching on YouTube, also for you YouTube watchers, we will be doing live commentary for it. Uh, 5 p.m. UK time is when it's scheduled to start. So do make sure you get involved on that. And uh, the stream's already set up, so click the notify me button. On top of that, if you're a podcast listener or watcher, remember to leave a rating or a review. Thank you so much. Okay, I think let's start off with the head-to-head. -head. The head-to-head -head is 2-1 to Berrettini. Uh, the caveat being, though, that the three times they played, two of them have been on grass and Berrettini's won both on grass. They had a close match in Stuttgart this year on the grass. Berrettini coming out on top 6-4, uh, Last year, they played at Queen's and Murray really wasn't the... I have to be honest, he wasn't playing the type of tennis he has been this year. Uh, it was a lower level and he lost in straight sets, 6-3, 6-3. And then Murray beat him in two tiebreakers in... Beijing in 2019 so not a whole lot to really work with in terms of historical patterns of uh, and you know I guess historical patterns of play between the two but I'm more going to look at it from a a tactical standpoint on how both players might approach it what they'll have to deal with and how that may then end up playing out before we get into that, though, I want to talk about a little bit about their route to this stage and how they've looked. So Murray's had to come through two, you know, young, hungry players, uh, not of an incredible level. I mean, Surindolo is seeded nowadays, so uh, he is a, obviously a very, very solid player, good off the ground, underpowered serve. Uh, but Murray came through pretty convincingly in the end, had his kind of twists and turns in that match. Same with Nava. I mean, Nava has, you know... He wasn't able to access the backhand very uh, readily, I think, in the first set. Lost at 7-5. After that, though, it was a root 6-3, 6-1, So, bagel and a breadstick to boot. For Berrettini, he had a Chilean by the name of Jerry in the first round qualifier. Beat him very convincingly, 2-3-3. Three, three. Then had to face Grenier. Lost the first set. And then, I have to be honest with you, I know he breadsticked Grenier in the second set, but after that, it was two tiebreakers. Now, he loses one of those tiebreakers. He's two sets to one down or two sets all. We're going to a fifth. He loses both. He's lost the match, right? So it's really knife-edge stuff. He's won the match because of those two tiebreakers. Uh, so something to kind of just bear in mind when we talk about this. So let's start off then with, I guess, historical uh, you know, results. Now, Murray you know, has won the US Open before. Um, and that was a while ago. That was actually 10 years ago in 2012. That was the first Grand Slam he'd ever won. He likes the US Open. He does. Uh, he likes the surface. He loves the hard courts. You could say, you know, argue, arguably, given there's a bigger, um, you know, amount of data on it, you could say, oh, well, he's had more success on the hard courts because grass, there aren't really a huge amount of matches that he's played on grass, apart from Wimbledon and Queens. Uh, and that's just because, unfortunately, there aren't many other tournaments. His win percentage on hard courts is 75.8%. So that is 
lower than grass, which is 81.8%, uh, which is interesting. So, um, but look, I mean, we're talking about he's played 140 matches on grass and he's played over 600 on hard court. So, you know, I mean, that's it pales in comparison, right? We're talking about four times as many matches. It's not really comparable in that sense. Uh, but clearly shows that he likes both surfaces. Then if we're talking about Matteo Berrettini, I think for Matteo Berrettini, it's an interesting one because for me, uh, he is someone who, you know, he's got a massive serve. You'd expect him to really like uh, the grass. But I'm not sure whether the grass is necessarily his best surface. Uh, when you look at his game, obviously massive serve, hammer forehand, good backhand slice. But actually the stats back up that that grass is his favorite surface. Uh, and I saw him at Queens this year and he looked pretty good. He looked pretty impressive. He was uh, someone who, to me, looks... I, I think he, he's someone to me who has improved his movement over the years and that's been quite promising to see. So uh, something, uh, to, you know, to see how we get on. In terms of, obviously, his run, I mean, he didn't play very well in the warm-up tournaments at Cincinnati and Montreal. Uh, yeah, Montreal losing in the first round of both. Um, what I would say, though, is let's see how he gets on. He's been very consistent recently. He's made consistently made, um, you know, what? Course finals, semifinals of slams. so And finals even last year at Wimbledon. So he is someone who will be looking to continue that rat that run and that route for murray it's uh, an opportunity to get a win over a, a notable opponent and really tell everyone look i'm serious so how does it play out well the biggest thing to i think talk about is a server turn dynamic right that's the biggest thing to start off with berrettini serve and murray's return now on this surface Berrettini, I don't think, is going to serve and volley as much as he does on grass. And I think the issue Berrettini is going to have is that Murray is very good returning pretty much anyone's serve. He will get a read on Berrettini's serve at some point. It's impossible for him not to. They haven't played a best of five match yet. Now, they've played three best of three matches. Best of five is a different animal. Andy Murray... You know, hasn't played long matches so far this year at the US Open. So if he needs to play five, physically, he should be okay to. For Berrettini, after obviously testing positive, having a layoff, I'm not quite sure how his body holds up, uh, stamina-wise there, but he should be okay. What I would say is, though, um, that for Murray, he's probably looked form-wise better than Berrettini so far at the US Open. And a server turn dynamic is interesting because Berrettini, I think for me, has got one of the most potent servers on tour. He's in the top five servers on tour. You've got Isner, Apelka, Hakach, you know, Berrettini, I think, and Kyrgios. That's my five actually done. Uh, easy as you like. So for Murray, if he makes a lot of returns and he puts Berrettini on the back foot or puts him into neutral straight away, He's going to have a lot of success uh, in the match generally, you, you'd, you'd imagine, right? There's going to be times where Berrettini is serving too well and he'll be serving aces and there's nothing Murray can do about it. But generally, especially if he has a lot of second serves to look at, 
Well, the Berrettini second serve is not necessarily a weakness. It's still easier to combat than the first serve. Murray will try and step in and take it early. The big key, I think, is going to be his backhand return because despite the fact that I think personally, I think that Murray's forehand return is slightly worse than his backhand return. But people generally will still go into his backhand because it's natural. If you're playing another righty, um, it's kind of ingrained in your mind to go backhand, backhand, backhand on on serve, right? Uh, hammer that backhand side. So there's no way that he's going to just go forehand. Um, I would say to if you're Berrettini, you're thinking, okay, maybe I utilize the kind of shorter slice serve out wide on the juice side. Now, Murray doesn't serve, doesn't return, sorry, or stand that far back behind the baseline, though. So that could end up going right into the hitting zone of Murray rather than dragging him out. I would go into his forehand, predominantly into Murray's forehand, and say, okay, look, I reckon you're not going to be able to hurt me as much on the forehand. He's still very good return on that side, of course, but I'd be more confident going into that side. Also, try and go into the body. Um, and Berrettini has the pace of serve, has the the spin needed to really attack the body and make it tough for Murray to navigate it. But Murray generally is very good at being able to wiggle his way out of body serves um, on the backhand side. And I'm very intrigued, really, to see how that dynamic plays out because really that's where the match can be won or lost. I think on Murray's serve, I think he should have some comfortable service games. And I think Berrettini will undoubtedly because of how big he serves uh, and how accurately he serves. Uh, but for Murray on his serve service game, as long as he's making a lot of first serves, because I have to be honest with you, the second serve has improved. It's still not at the level required to, you know, that you can get away with serving 50% of first serves in. I think his second serve goes in a lot. Berrettini punishes it. Runs around the backhand, punishes it. Then if we talk about the dynamic kind of from the back of the court, because I don't see both players gambling a lot of the net. I can see Murray coming forward at times. He did so in the last couple of matches. And I think he will do so. Um, but he'll be tactical when to. And he'll probably approach to the backhand side. Now, talking of backhands, Berrettini's backhand is still... Not probably at the level required, his drive backhand, that is. It's definitely improved, but it's still not at the level required. In the backhand-to-backhand exchanges, Murray should come out on top. Now, in saying that, Berrettini's backhand slice, though, is very good. Very, very good. Um, and, you know, you could put it in the bracket. It's not probably at that level yet, but of the Federer slice, it's really, that's how good it can be. It's an attacking tool as well. The only issue that Berrettini will have is that this isn't grass. So on grass, he'd get a lot more bang for his buck for that backhand slice where it really skip off the surface. it really stay low. On the hard courts, yes, it can still skip off and stay quite low, but not to the same degree. And Murray doesn't mind taking the ball low, to be honest with you. He really doesn't. He'll take it low, he'll get down low, and he'll just brush the backhand back uh, to Berrettini and say, come on, I can do this all day. Uh, similarly, I think... Murray might utilize the backhand slice actually down the line to the forehand of Berrettini. Try and give him different paces on that side. I think if you go one pace at the Berrettini forehand, they'll punish you. And the forehand to forehand exchanges, I don't think Murray wants to get tangled in those, honestly. He needs to try and be the one to be proactive and go up the line first. Um, go into the backhand. Don't get hurt with Berrettini's forehand. Don't let him bully from the back of the court. 
with the forehand because that's what you can do. The other thing I think Murray needs to do is be very proactive in terms of the angles found. He's been really good at trying to find angles on the forehand cross court. If he's going to go cross court, then try and set it up so that you're going to find a good angle to drag him out. Uh, Berrettini's movement, again, has improved, but it's still not at an elite level of movement. It's not. Uh, and I think if Murray's able to find angles on both backhand and forehand, which he's normally able to do, his IQ is very high. Uh, he he doesn't hit the he doesn't you know the ground strokes hit bigger than anyone else. He's just normally smarter than everyone else um, when it comes to winning matches. When he wins a match, normally because he's implemented the correct game plan. He should also use the drop shot. Uh, I think he should be utilizing that against Berrettini. He. You know, we know how good a drop shot Murray has, and it's one of the trademarks of his game. Doesn't utilize it as much as he used to, but something that he should look to utilize against Berrettini when he's got him back, especially in like a backhand to backhand exchange where you can see Berrettini struggling, and utilize the backhand slice, go down the line with it, drag him in, and then pass him because Murray's one of the best passers in the business. Um, and Berrettini's a good volleyer, but he's not an exceptional volleyer. Uh, and Murray actually. I think should also try and vary it up and come to the net. Uh, if he's if it gets into a, a pattern of play where he's not able to access the Berrettini for, uh, backhand because he's running around it a lot and Murray's struggling to really find the right angles, then he should mix it up, come to the net, uh, approach the backhand, and yeah, he should win points in the net because he is a natural with his hands. That's how I see it. Um, I think... The big, I was talking about where it could be won or lost. And I actually, I maybe when I talk about the server turn dynamic, more maybe it's more to do with the second server turn dynamic because for Murray, if he gets punished on those second serve returns and he's his first serve percentage isn't high, that's going to be really tough. Same for Berrettini on his serve, um, because I know his second serve is a lot bigger than Murray's and probably more, a lot more potent, but Murray is a returner means it closes the gap on how proficient it is, if that makes sense. Um, he's also prone to having a lot of tiebreakers, Berrettini, and that's because his returning generally isn't great, um, especially behind the first serve return. His second serve return is, it is better, but it, it's not natural to him. It's not. And that's why we saw two tiebreakers against Hugo Grenier. So for Murray, I think he'll take a lot of confidence from that and think, okay, look, if I just do my job on my serve, I hit my spots, I'm kind of flowing with it, he's going to struggle to make any inroads on my serve. And the return games, he's thinking, well, I can get something from this. I can get something from this. I can I can chip away. And in the rallies, he has the better shot tolerance. He just needs to make sure that he's the one dictating, not Berrettini. I think he needs to be very careful not to play too passively because if he does, then Berrettini will step in. And you know he's definitely good enough to step in and then say, okay, I'm going to dictate and I'm going to bully you off the call. Uh, so Murray needs to, I think, make sure he's being proactive, changing direction, finding angles, making it uncomfortable for Berrettini. For Berrettini, he needs to try and get on the front foot straight away. I don't think he wants to get tangled in longer rallies. He shouldn't be wanting to, you know, jolt with him from the back of the court, try and shorten the points. Uh, so that's my take on it. In terms of predictions, I'm actually going to go Murray in four sets. That might be quite surprising to some of you, given the head-to-head -head, or given the fact that Berrettini, in a lot of people's eyes, is probably seen as, well, is seen as someone who should be going far. I just think since coming back from uh, testing positive and obviously 
any injuries, etc. I, I don't think he's quite 100%. And I think we will see him back to his best next year. But at the moment, I don't think he is at anywhere near his best. And I think Murray is playing a good enough level that he should be able to navigate this. But let's see. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, but I'm going Murray in four sets. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. And we'll see you on the next video. Remember to hit the like button and subscribe if you're new.